Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Empty Stands podcast. I'm Reward and I'm here with the OG squad today. Um, it's all about FPL today on the episode as we look back on a rather fruitful game week 24 and we look towards game week 25. Oh yeah, Reward, you could say that again. Well, the OG players um, this past game week 24 were Gundogan and Aubameyang both um, <laughs> scoring enough, enough points for their owners Sadly, I have none of them. None of them. But, really? Uh, kudos. <laughs> really, kudos, kudos. You know, Gundogan and that's his price tag has still made me evade him all this while. Like, should I really drop from this to that? But now nah, he's punished me so very much. And definitely he's getting into my team one way or the other. Anyways, Obama Yang, if you see I have Obama Yang with you, I, I think I need your faith. It's what's going to make me get to heaven and everything. So he, he, he scored the hat trick and it was his first first attacking return since um, game week 19. And that's for someone like Obama Young, that's that's quite surprising, but is what this season has come to has come to present. Gundogan, however, he had a double game week and who knows, who knows, if without that injury he probably would have added to that 19 points. But he played only one game against Sports and he continues his very, very impressive run of only blanking three times since game week 13. That's quite an a very impressive achievement from Gundogan there. All I know, we'll be talking about um, more with more in-depth um, analysis later on in the show. He delivered 20 points in double game in 24 with a goal and assist. Um, 11 point, had 11 points against Everton and nine against Burnley. But that 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 brings us to one of the um, opening topics of um, the the pod today. And Ebuka, um, the truth is that premium players this season they struggled. They struggled, and um, we only see the only two that you could say have continued to deliver at least a little bit consistently because it's not even fully consistently. A little bit consistently, as Salah and Bruno Fernandez. So yeah, is it is it is it really time to start um, taking our minds off these premium expensive players and start looking at the likes of um, Gundogan and all these other um, players who have are in very good form but not necessarily expensive, especially when it comes to choosing a captain. Yeah, um, so Bamji, first off, I don't know why you don't have uh, Gundogan in your team. He's like a must-have at this moment. <laughs> I, I remember before um, before the game week 24 deadline, um, there's one of our listeners that reached out to me and he was like, oh, see my team, how far, what am I going to do? And I looked at his team and I was like, you need to get Gundogan in, like, it's a must. And I was like, oh yeah, but his price, I'm like, guy, just bring this guy in and give him the amber. Now, the thing is, I was choosing between Gunnar and Sterling to captain. And I chose Sterling. Ugh, I don't know why. But anyway, I advised him to go with Gunnar. <laughs> he was over the moon, right? So just, just a little bit on, on Gundo. Um, he, he, in his first 12 game weeks, he had 12 points. That's from game week 1 to 12. Now, in his, in his next 12, he has 111 points. So he, he's that player that you must have. And he's not expensive. Price that... 6.1. If you look at game week 23, um, Foden was the top performer with 16 points and he's priced at 6.1. Game week 22 was Wambisaka, 5.6 million, 17 points. Game week 21 was Aspie, 5.7 million, 15 points. Yes, Salah also had um, 15, Bamford had 15 you know, in, that, in the same game week 21. But 
looking at the last few game weeks, it's those cheap players that are delivering. And if you now bring someone like Gundo into the conversation in terms of consistency over the last few game weeks, if you look at his price and you look at what he's delivering, uh, it, it's it's just it's just amazing. Like, look at someone like Suchek. Um, Suchek is what 5.4 million and he has over 100 points already. That's 109. He has three double digit holes. Harvey Barnes is the eighth uh, top scoring midfielder with 112 points. Right, Suchek is in the top 10 and Suchek has more points than Sadio Mane. Right, like it's, it's, it's just like wow. We, we have that love for the premium players because whenever they pop, they're like, I don't have this player. What's wrong with me? I feel so stupid. But these cheap guys are really, really, really delivering. And even now, I'm starting to think, okay, yeah, the last time I capped a, a non premium player, um, Antonio gave me a blank. Well, thanks for that tip anyway. But yeah, Antonio gave me <laughs> <laughs> Antonio, Antonio blanked. And I was like, what is going on here? But we, we need to go back to finding value in those in those cheap players. Trent Alexander Arnold is the most expensive defender at 7.4 million, but he's the 26th um, highest scoring defender, right? Number one is Cresswell. Cresswell that I've always been preaching. Like, and Cresswell is just 5.8 million. Okay, it's a bit pricey for a defender. But he's not even on that six million threshold. Like these guys are delivering. Martinez, five point three as a goalkeeper. I think we really need to for the premiums. Yes, half Salah, half Bruno. Those are the only two guys that are delivering. But it's. It, I, I think we need to start building a team around those cheap players that are consistently delivering. Well, that, that that that's fair enough, and that's an exciting angle to bring because I mean it shouldn't really be difficult to drop someone who is more expensive and get always cheaper. But that mental block, I guess, is one of the reasons why people like me have still kept Gundogan out of our team. But definitely that's going to rectify. And if I'm going to jinx it for all of you, then so be it. Anyways, moving on to um, the reward. Reward this season has had a lot of a lot of strange results. Very, very strange results. Liverpool lost again, making it two two losses in a row um, to Leicester. I mean, Kabak made his debut, but I don't think I'll be looking to bring him into my team anytime soon. Um, United as well also drew at West Brom. A very disappointing result for all the United faithful. But Bruno Fernandes, just like Ibuka said, is one of the, the um, premium midfielders that keep on delivering. But to another player in that team who, um, whose inconsistency has continued to, to um, baffle a lot of people, that's Marcus Rashford. He's returned only in three of his last nine game weeks. That's that's Daniel James from actually and for someone who is who is a bit with a bit who's a bit expensive. You you'd expect more from me, man. Not even talking on Rashford, I'll go to, to money because this these are the two 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 um shocking results coming from the past past weekend. Um, money as well is is delivered only once since game week sixteen. That's I mean it's called in the Champions League but Due to this um, fact that these guys are um, highlighting these inconsistencies in what has been a very, very weird season, the definitely cheaper and more um, effective options we should be considering for anyone who probably still has either of them in the team. Yeah, definitely. I think we can. I think we can even call we can call the show Gundogan show because I'm going to sing Gundogan's praises again. Um, 
he's just 6.1 million now and i think he's owned by about 32 percent of people um definitely he's the player of the month because i don't think anybody comes close um he tops the charts for almost every single stat you can think of goal threads um expected goals most he's even scored the most goals over the last few game weeks six goals He's improved his creativity. In fact, I think he's playing like a false nine and Pep just sings his praises all the time. Um, he's made them make um, KDB's absence almost um, negligible. Nobody even notices anymore that City have been playing without KDB and yet they've even been doing even better than when KDB was there. Um, he's like the seventh highest for expected assists in the league. Um, basically, it's just he's a premium midfielder with a budget price, really. So if you don't have him in your team, I really don't know what you're doing. You should get him in already. Um, we have Rafinha. Yeah, Rafinha from Leeds. Rafinha is just 5.4 million and he's owned by only 5.5% of um, FPL players. I still can't I, understand. I I'm never leaving him. <laughs> I still can't understand how how only just 5.5% people have Rafinha in their team. Um, he's returned in the um, in the last five, he's returned in the last five game weeks in a row. Um, 13, five, nine, six, and five points respectively. Um, and honestly, I think he's a serious captaincy option this game week. Um, he has a double in game week 25. He also has a fixture in blank game week 29. Um, he's. I think if you check the last um, few game weeks, he's even been doing way better than Bamford. So I think some people should really look at Rafinha if if you're looking for cheap options. I know Ibuka mentioned Suchek, uh, but I think um, West Ham's fi- fixtures they get a bit tough, but he's been doing really well this season. So why not? There's also I like the um, the. The Leicester guys, Barnes and Madison, they're really great and they have amazing fixtures coming. Aston Villa has now Brighton, Sheffield. I can see lots of goals in those in those games. So why not? Definitely. Yeah, Rafinha is someone that I want to bring in, actually. Um, he's a serious... He's just contender for my armband also because he had double game week. And Leeds kind of do well against teams that maybe I can call them their mates, but yeah, they kind of do well against those kind of teams when they meet the, the bigger teams that they struggle. And um, we we need to talk about those cheap and effective, you know, defensive players. We talked about midfielders that are cheap and effective, but now let's talk about the defensive players. So we talked about Brighton, I think, what, like two, three episodes ago, and how Sanchez um, has come into the team, he's getting those starts, and he's also keeping those clean sheets. Um, he has kept five clean sheets in the last six games. He's priced at 4.5 million. We also have um, Leverstonk at 4.9. We have Ben White at 4.4. So when you look at the Brighton assets and what they are currently delivering in terms of points, uh, Bamiji, are these the best value for money assets at the moment? 
And are there other budget midfield and um, budget defenders under 4.5 million or around 4.5 million that we should be looking at? Okay, um, thank you, um, Ibuka. I've been impressed with Sanchez, particularly because when um, when Maturian left for us now, I, I thought Brighton would struggle a bit because I mean we all know Ryan has been a a, a lucky favorite for for FPL in, in the past couple of seasons. He's been a consistent one, one that you should have uh, probably either as a second goalkeeper or sometimes first choice goalkeeper. But Sanchez has come in and he's just he's used his aura, not just his aura, the fact that um, Potter this season has tried to to um, re, re, um, reduce the emphasis on attacking football. He's still there, but you can see it in the in the reduction of amount of goals that he's scored this season. And he's tried to to um, solidify his defence. And with that, it's, it's assisted Brighton and even Sanchez himself to, to get in those clean sheets. So as a goalkeeper, yeah, he is he, not at 4.5. It's very, very good value for money at the moment. They have Crystal Palace coming up next. And without Zaha, Crystal Palace always seem tend to struggle. So you could see that run of form continuing. However, for Ben White at 4.4, I, I wouldn't say you should double up on both of them because, I mean, you know, once it goes, once it goes, getting that, that, um, that's clean sheet done for at least two, two defensive assets. So you you Ben White doesn't he doesn't get in on the goals. Dunk is the one that, that is most likely to score a goal from 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 a corner ball. Like um, Evuka said, it's four point nine, and we're looking at four point five below. So if I'm gonna pick one out of the two, I think I'll, I'll stick with with Sanchez as my second goalkeeper, and because Martinez should be everyone's first goalkeeper if we're being if we're being serious here. But yeah, in terms of highlighting other defensive assets, um, as at this stage. I'll continue using recency since that we're using for for um, Sanchez and say Olaina is someone that we spoke about earlier this season. Um, he, he the since the second half of Fulham's game against Tottenham, um, they've they've um, the attacking emphasis for Olaina has actually improved because most of most of um, Fulham's attacking play comes down from from that right side, and you can see that in the past two game weeks where he, he's gotten a goal and assist. So Olaina at 4.5 is someone that you should look at in case you're, you're trying to, to um, have, remove the very expensive expensive um, premium players that we've discussed about and bringing in low-budget defenders. I mean, he's, he's, he's currently on form. He's with his Nigerian brothers, like three or four now in, in that Fulham team. And so he, he could just keep that form going. Another person I would talk about is Alioski. Alioski for Leeds um, United. He's not the favored favored um, wing back that you or in the Leeds team because Dallas is definitely the go-to. So, but he's, he's at four point four, and he does bump out down that left side sometimes. With the way Bielsa plays or uses um, formation, sometimes you see him way deep deep down at the opposition end. And with that, it could cross in with the double game we coming up. It's definitely one to look out for. So definitely, I know or Alioski are two players that you could say you want to bring into your team. But even sticking on defenders now, um, we've spoken about the 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 guys who are let's say relatively cheaper. But James Justin has been amazing this season basically, and it was really really disappointing to see him get injured. But up until at least game week 30, 
But who are these defenders that um, we need to highlight reward and bring in to replace the marvelous James Justin? Okay, just before I respond to that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. Um, so, um, on James Justin replacements, um, I'll start with Lewis Dunk. Um, in game 24, he had seven points. Game 23, nine points. 22, eight points. Game 21, six points. 26 points, 19, eight points. And he's just priced at 9.4.9 um, million. And with less than 1% ownership in the top 10K. It's amazing how... People have totally ignored um, Louis Dunk. His next games are against Crystal Palace, West Brom, and of course, you can be sure of a lot of clean sheets, if not goals, in those games. So he's one I'm definitely looking at to get in um, if I want to replace James Justin. Um, then there's Luke Shaw, um, the shiny new toy in United, <laughs> if I can see that. <laughs> Sure, sure, at the moment, it looks like he's, he's the stand, standout pick amongst them defenders. In the past six game weeks, he's had like 16 chances created, which is top for defenders. He's also second for big chances created during this period. Um, Manchester United have accumulated the second highest number of big chances at home this season. And that indicates that Shaw is not only a good option for the double game week, 25, but he's also good for double 26. Um, in 25, he comes up against the toothless Newcastle attack. And we know that a clean sheet is, well, a clean sheet should be, should be something um, United should grind out there, but definitely at the other end of the pitch, um, an assist or a goal is due. I see sure like um, Cancelo when everybody felt he was doing so, so I think Shaw is also doing a haul. I know he's been getting lots of assists, but I'm sure a goal should be in sight very soon. Um, so what stands out about Shaw is that his numbers are great over the sustained period. He's been really good of late. Um, over the past eight game weeks, Shaw is second for chances created for all players in the league, not just defenders. He, he's, he's also created more chances than even the likes of Bruno and Grealish. That's shocking, right? It's also accumulated wow. assists during the spell. So I think Son is um, sure is just a no-brainer, if you ask me. Man, that one card temptation on the click now. Because <laughs> I have a few players, I'm like, I need to get these guys in. But one other player that um, I think this past game week, people had lots of high hopes for, you know, the the injuries just couldn't allow him was uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So, is it worth holding on to him because there's a potential double game week 26 and also double game week 28? Um, do we sell Calvert-Lewin or just wait um, for those double game weeks because you know if that happens, then it's an opportunity for him to really rack up those points. So what, what do you think? So personally, when I heard about his injury in game week, I sold him in game week 24 for Danny Ings, and I guess it worked well. But if I were some other people who kept him, I would definitely be 
keeping him. I won't sell him now. As if I had kept him, I'll I'll still I'll still use him. Um, I know a lot of people are jumping on the Bamford and Ings bandwagon, but I still feel this year has a lot to offer with this double game weeks inside. Liverpool, in the, uh, of course, there's a messy side derby coming up this week, and Liverpool have been shambolic defensively. Guess, let me just blow your minds. No team in the league has made more direct errors leading to goals this season than Liverpool. Can you believe that? Direct errors leading to goals this season is, is already 40% more than the entirety of game uh, of last season 2019-2020 no team I'm has sure considered I, 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 Alison has a lot to say about that of course no, of course, no thanks Alison <laughs> <laughs> no, no team also has considered more big chances than Liverpool over the last two game weeks and their defensive numbers are just a shadow of what they've been in the past so it's only it, it just looks like prime for DCL to take advantage of although we um, there are still rumours Angelotti wasn't explicitly clear whether he'll be fit for the game or not, but if he plays, then I definitely see him um, putting one or two past Liverpool. Uh, um, only five teams have considered more big chances than Liverpool this season. Even the likes of, well, even the likes of Burnley and Newcastle have considered fewer big chances to date. So if you have covered Lewin, I think he's a keep. All right, with all, with all this talk about um, ch- make player changes and everything, I'm sure most of our listeners, even up until this point, will be definitely tempted to use that wild card. But let, let, let me put both of you on, on the spot now. If you are going to use your wild card in, 20, in game of 25, who are the most, most apps? Hey, Buka, let's start with you. Yeah, I thought it was someone that um, we all just talked about Luke Shaw. I think at 5.0, that's just... That's just a steal. If I was going to use my wild card, I would want to get Shaw in because, um, you know, Newcastle's attack isn't that good and Shaw has been very, very solid going forward. There's Pedro Neto at 5.7. I don't have Danny Ings, so yes, I would want to bring in Danny Ings because he has that double game. Mm-hmm. Also, Jimmy Prowse at 6.0 is quite tempting. Um. Okay, I this is <laughs> maybe I'll be called mad, bro. There's this temptation to swap uh, Martinez for Nick Pope. I don't know why, but I just kind of feel like maybe what? I should. <laughs> I yeah, 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 mad. I know. Are, you, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. I bent I bent Martinez for Pope last game week and guess what Martinez still scored more than Pope yeah Martinez makes a lot of saves and I get that but there's just that temptation I'm sorry I'll remove Martinez from my team or let me his FPL prize money like in real life not to make me remove me from my team so my strategy for this season from day one has been have a first choice goalkeeper and just leave him there so, um, fortunately, that first choice will keep having Martinez. Martinez has been a good keeper from the one. Come rain, come shine, come Man City, come Liverpool, he's the one that's starting, right? And it just, it just makes me feel more comfortable because look at reward. He said, you know, he, he, he's choosing between Pope and Martinez. So, I used to have that thing before where you put Pope in, um, he'll blank, and then your bench goalkeeper is giving you 13 points. And you're like, why, why did I just, I didn't even want that drama. 
Oh yeah, there's that temptation. I, I might not do it, but there's that temptation to bring in the pool. Um, Dunk at four point nine million will also come in, and then Rafinha, five point four million, thirty eight points in his last five game weeks. He's not just <laughs> he's not just the wild card option for me. He's a potential captain option. So yeah, Rafinha definitely. Has All right, that's 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 fair enough. Those are some very very interesting players you said you bring in there. We will talk about you. Anybody, um, Ibuka didn't speak about that you have in your thoughts? Yeah, so it's funny he went on without mentioning the Spurs though, Kane and Son. Um, I know they have a double in twenty five, but if you're going to if you're going to use your wild card, um, <laughs> you should get Kane and Son in. Um, of course, you need triple Man City. I don't know how you want to go about it now that KDB is back. I know um, City are in the Champions League and they are going to. There's going to be lots of games, so just be be weary of the Pep relay. But I think you still need um, triple Man City assets for this running. Of course, there's Salah and there's Bro. I don't think you can go without those two. Um, in attack, I really like Leicester's fixtures, so I would say maybe a Jamie Vardy. Or if you want to go the cheaper route, you can go for Bantz or Madison. Um, so to be able to fit in all this team, of course, you need um, enablers who are really cheap and can help you, um, like bench for that. Why are you calling them enablers? <laughs> that just sounds so wrong. <laughs> Because that's what they are really. There's this guy, so there's this keeper. I, I can't remember what club, but he's just 3.9 million. I'm like, wow, I need this guy. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in a wild card, I'll definitely get either Martinez or Pope, then that 3.9 keeper. I can't remember his name right now. Okay, so for my neighbors, I have um Dawson. I have the, there's this strike guy, strike from Leeds. He's been, I think he's scored, he's scored against us now. He's just 3.9. Um, you mentioned, and of course, Leeds have a double. So why not? You mentioned Sanchez um, the other time. There's Maja, Maja of Fulham. scored a brace against, um, who did he score against? I can't remember. Against well, Everton. Everton. Yeah, Everton, yeah. He scored a brace, but he blanked against, um, the other guys, but, yeah. yeah, but I think I like, I like I like him, and of course his his ownership would be really low, so it's someone you should look at. Then there's Jorginho, who's just Johnny. five million or four point nine, and <laughs> he's on pet. Jorginho really a good pet, good good choice. I know he's done, he's done okay, he's done he's okay. On penalties, and when I looks and when I looks like he can win a penalty every game, <laughs> so why not? True thing. Yeah, but you want to kind of imagine what you are going um, through, Sharp. Seeing Jorginho start, seeing Alonso start. Like, ah, man. I, I feel for you, though. <laughs> I've seen better days. <laughs> but I guess everybody's eyes will be open soon enough. We've been this round before. We all know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, guys, now down to the, to the serious question, right? Um, Game Week 25 has some very interesting and tricky uh, fixtures. So the captain decision is not very straightforward. 
but we are still going to ask that question. We have Liverpool playing Everton, Arsenal playing City. You know, it's not that simple. Chelsea going away to Southampton, but we need to know who are you trusting with the armband for Game Week 25? Um, okay, the like you said, it's definitely not it's not it's not straightforward at all. The fixtures you just there's some game weeks you see the, you look at the fixtures and you just know okay this is gonna be my captain. But one that I think is similar to that is Manchester United against Newcastle. Um, that's why how bad United have been, or in terms of um, their consistency level, one team they don't fail to tear apart tear apart is Newcastle. So I, I I see I see Bruno Fernandez again delivering um, in this game week and is my top is my top pick for um, for the week. Although Leeds against Wolves and Leeds against um, Southampton in the oh. double game week, yeah, it's it's a it's very exciting because like I said, you can't miss a Leeds a Leeds game. Is either they 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 beat you or they just make you enjoy the game like Thiago like Thiago does. So Rafinha is Rafinha is not is not a bad option. Um, Bamford is not a bad option if if you if you're feeling risky if you're feeling risky you could use either of these two players. Then Ings as well. I still believe I believe that Ings will test will test um, Chelsea's defense. He will test. He scored a wonderful volley um, against Wolves the last time out and in an open game against Leeds. All that needs needs a little bit of space and who knows. That's interesting, though. Rude, what about you? Yeah, I think I told the same line as Bamji. Um, I don't, I don't think Bamford is risky. I think he's the, he's the go-to captain this week. Um, he plays Southampton and he plays Wolves. I know Wolves have been uh, all they do these days are defend. It's just defend, but you can't take away scoring from the Leeds team. They are really explosive, and so and there's a double game week. Although I remember posting, um, was it yesterday when <laughs> when the lineup for the City game came up, and uh, of course Gundogan was nowhere to be found. I posted that the double game week is a scam, <laughs> <laughs> but I still think, but I still think um, Leeds should have enough. Bamford's numbers over long sustained periods are way better, and heck, the guy loves FPL. I'm sure he will definitely captain himself. So I can see that as maybe extra motivation for. Him to score goals, sure. but I'll lean slightly to Bamford for captain to this game week. I also like the looks of um, Rafinha. Uh, um, since, since game week nine, when he he started for Leeds, I think he replaced um, the the guy with the long hair. Can't remember his name. Costa. So no Costa. no Leeds player. Yeah, that Costa. Yeah. No Leeds player has scored has scored more more FPL points than Rafinha since game with nine. Since game with twenty, only Gundogan has scored more points than Rafinha. He also scored nine more points than Bamford. You can imagine. So I think maybe it's just Bamford's high ownership that makes people overlook um, Rafinha as a captaincy option this game week. So if I wanted to. Maybe go a different route. I'll go with Rafinha, but I guess it's Bamford for me. How about you, Ibuka? So right, right now, eh, my outbound is on Bamford. But before that's because I've not made my transfer yet. I really want to bring in Rafinha and 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 captain him. But I've been having this 
this strange luck we capped with my captaincy choices because if I captain someone today, I don't know why, but too much, too much calculation. One hour to the deadline or so means the deadline, I'll change another person. And that new person would not deliver as much as the person that had the armband before. So I'm pretty much confused, but I know that I'm going to captain someone that plays for Leeds. It's going to be between Bamford and Rafinha. Bruno is very tempting, but this game week, I want to stay away from premium guys. I'm tired of them. Let me just cap my five point something guy. Let me just give me three. Okay, yes. So that's it on the on the episode. Please like and subscribe to the podcast on any platform that you listen to us. Um, Send us screenshots of your team, or you can DM us your thoughts on Twitter at the Empty Stand. We're always available to give feedback and give suggestions, and you would really like to hear from you. Have a very fruitful game week twenty-five, and we'll see you on the next episode.